0: What's up, everybody? This is Lola Ojabwale, founder of Lunchpail Labs. Welcome back to Lunchpail Daily, my personal audio diary about building and growing Lunchpail Labs, which is a digital product studio and no-code agency based out of Atlanta, Georgia. It's Friday, so it's time for our week in review. Always starting with the goal and vision here. Lunchpail Labs, what am I doing? Really, I see it as a launchpad business. It's an sustainable calm economic engine from both products and services and for me it's really just the conduit for autonomy freedom getting really good at building software getting really good at content and distribution and and those sort of skill sets now on to the reflection what went well what went poorly what i learned what went well very cool shout out slash i guess a, a tweet to money for integration directory so was able to get that featured on the landing page but glad to see that is actually useful for some folks published also the v1 of uh like a no code guide for using apis and integrations like in like the no code space so that was cool in regards to integrations directory fixed a bug on the site um added some direct links to subscribing and did some more programming stuff um also scheduled talk uh, talks put on this uh, on the calendar with a university to talk about no code and entrepreneurship i think it's actually with their graduate program so i am so excited for that opportunity and another kind of big I'd say, win for this past week is really did some stepping back and some rejiggering as far as the daily habits go, moving some things to, like, weekly goals and just making stuff more flexible. I think I kind of oversubscribed to, like, atomic habits and hyper-consistency almost to a fault and was really starting to get the, the feeling that – I mean, my – for context, my daily habit list was like 25 little daily habits that I've been running for quite a while, probably like the past few months. And I just, it was just starting to feel really unsustainable and also not very helpful and just draining. So I have rejiggered some of those. And I think I've got doing the high impact things every day and just making progress on things per week and being flexible on when I have more energy and time to make progress on certain areas than others and not forcing myself to always take a shot on 50 different things every single day. So there's that. In terms of like what went poorly slash areas of improvement, I think this is a lot really related. This week, I really tried the maker days and marketer days, and I thought that was fine. Sometimes there's just weeks where other things kind of take priority, so some of my like marketer days, I I really couldn't devote all of the time. So now I, I have this kind of weekly goals, I always know I have at least like a day or two of like runoff where I'm usually less scheduled that I can make progress on those sort of things. So I think maybe that shift in mindset, we'll see how the week goes, might be just better and I can track progress that way. Like maybe if I can't talk to 15 people a week, maybe it's 10 or maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. And last week in particular, especially in the beginning of the week, I definitely was feeling a lot of overwhelm. I go through these cycles of not saying no enough and I need to get better at that. So that's absolutely almost an ongoing, it's like a wheel of improvement, like really get better at setting boundaries, saying no more often, especially to just chatting for chatting's sake sometimes and letting folks know the ways in which I can help and can't help and not overextending myself. In terms of what I learned really interesting things around promotion. So last week I mentioned going to the draft dev webinar about creating technical content. And one of the resources that they shared that I actually got a chance to dive more deeply into was their promotion checklist, maybe like 30 plus items on the promotion checklist. It was so funny because I felt very called out and seen in the article that they wrote along with it of like, oh, many like writers, they'll post something on Twitter once and then never sort of resurface it again. But so I'll probably spending this upcoming week doing more promotion activities and not just creating new assets, creating new assets time and time again. Really trying to capitalize on some of the stuff that I've already done instead of having that massive list of a thousand things to do from scratch. Also saw a really interesting April Lynn. She runs Tenderfoot um, she posted a thread about when to know when to give up. First, keep pushing through, whether you're on the right track or in decisions, making the right decisions, or you're just kind of being a whip and a l- wimp. <laughs> and a lot of folks mentioned the Dip by Seth Godin as a book to help gain clarity on that. And so I dug more deeply into it, found a pretty good summary. I thought that was very helpful in kind of my framing of the activities, especially when I kind of went through the exercise of like, hey, I know I'm kind of committing to myself for doing these things, certain activities every single day. Am I just being a wimp and lazy or is it actually something that I should just keep on doing? And some of the sort of guidance that Seth Godin gives is one. Things are really only worth doing if you think you can be very good at it. He actually says the best in the world, but it's kind of like your world in the context. So if it's being a doctor, you want to be like the best doctor in Massachusetts for people who need your kind of doctor specialty. But kind of putting that framing that, you know, we only have so much energy. So if you can't be the best in the world in your niche, then it's maybe not worth trying to get through the dip. And then when you're sort of in this dip or really thinking about what's worth it, what's not worth it, there's kind of three different areas. You have the cul-de-sac, which is really just dead-end, stagnant. Even just hearing the framing of the cul-de-sac, I was like, yes, makes sense. Some things I just need to to cut off. I feel like in some ways, honestly, the daily version of this podcast feeling like one of those while i don't really have any like growth goals in particular it's just was starting to get to the point where it it wasn't super helpful or or necessary to to i think do it every day so i'm excited to try this like weekly version at least for a while instead and maybe things might involve to like an interview style but (laughs) cul-de-sac if things are not progressing or doing anything you might want to just leave them be the other one which i think is a little bit harder to really define is a cliff which he kind of defines as like major growth and then um a crash which i don't know if i'd in my life be able to kind of step aside and recognize whether i'm in a cliff or cliff or not and then the other is um the the dip and um And just this framing of the dip, basically what it is, is there's beginner's luck, things might become like kind of making movement and momentum to start, and in a lot of worthwhile pursuits, there's this sort of like little dip of despair or where things may be slowing down and it's not as per, uh, not as much progress, but there's still progress. And yes, that like beginner's luck has sort of sort of run out. The thing to know about the dip <laughs> is that usually in all worth while well, that being the main differentiator between the cul-de-sac, which you're doing stuff and you're not really making progress and the the dip, then you kind of still still keep going to get through through the dip because the dip is where most folks quit so that was just like a really I'll, I'll link some of these resources in the the show notes but it was a very helpful framing of okay some of how i'm feeling with some of the endeavors i'm in it's just to be expected like you know it's just part of the journey but it doesn't mean anything is going wrong or anything anything in particular it's just part of the part of the story and then I guess the other what i learned i was able to uh, attend a fire fire sa- fireside chat virtually via square one with ben chestnut he was a founder of mailchimp sold to intuit bootstrap startup i think it sold for 12 billion dollars which is wild and yeah he just has a very humble nature and i think the thing i loved most about the talk um and this like fireside chat was one learning that hey like not every decision that ultimately worked out for him was super calculated even when he was talking about kind of moving from the agency to product stuff it's just that like agency was a grind and so they were looking at this software so um and another thing that he also mentioned that you know the big company ceo the founder who's raised millions like everyone is still figuring it out. And I think I hear that from time to time, but hearing it again just made me feel like, yes, like this is a journey. I'm certainly still figuring out all parts of like where I stand in this solopreneurship, like entrepreneurship kind of journey I'm on. Yeah. Hearing that it's all, I feel like how I'm feeling is like normal. It's really, really helpful. Now for in terms of what's up for next week, next week focus, a lot of the same really trying to help as many people as possible through content and other things. Um, still have quite a, a slate of tutorials and stuff that I'm working through, promoting existing work to kind of juice the efforts that have um, been there. And then, yeah, bunch of client work to do and quite a bit of work making progress on the course that I'm working on. So it'll be a week of, of doing stuff. In terms of kind of the analytics side of things, which I don't, It's, I guess I'm not really focused as much on like LPL as a whole, but integrations directory, we're almost at 500 visits this month, which is freaking cool. So 500 visits since I started tracking it. Uh, And yeah, I don't think I've ever had any sort of homegrown product ever get that many visits organically in a month. So really, really cool um our failed complete failure search rate is also still hovering at 15 percent uh this week got like a hundred plus searches this week i think most of it came from being featured in the trends.vc newsletter earlier this week some progress there so even though sometimes it feels like the dip even though i really just started um absolutely some progress but That is it for me on this Friday. I hope you all have the most wonderful weekend and I'll catch y'all later.